0: This is 680-CJOB. I'm Brett McGarry. This week on the Couch Potatoes, it's time to return to Westeros with the debut of season six of Game of Thrones. Plus, I'm Jeff Braun.
1: Also, a lot of our favorite shows are already wrapping up for the year. Plus,
0: we'll tell you what's coming out on Blu-ray and DVD. First, it's the news from the couch. I remember everything Remembering everything doesn't mean you know everything Tell me Matt Damon is back as Jason Bourne starring in Jason Bourne it is the fourth movie with Jason Bourne, although it is the fifth movie in the Bourne cinematic universe. The Bourne movies are based on the popular books by Robert Ludlum. The first movie came out in 2002. That was The Bourne Identity, starring Matt Damon as a super spy with amnesia, who slowly starts to remember that he is, in fact, a lethal weapon. The Bourne Supremacy came out in 2004, then in 2007, The Bourne Ultimatum. And now we have Jason Bourne. It's just been hacked.
1: Could be worse than Snowden. Facial recognition got a hit. Jeez, it's Jason Bourne. Why would he come back now?
0: Why is he back now? Because director Paul Greengrass is back. That's why. After the ultimatum, Greengrass said he wanted to pursue other things, and Matt Damon said he would only do it if Greengrass came back. He directed The Bourne Supremacy and Bourne Ultimatum, and I guess they had a good time together. So in the meantime, Universal made a fourth Bourne movie, a spin-off called The Bourne Legacy, starring Jeremy Renner. It was an acceptable action film, and Renner did an admirable job, but it just wasn't the same. Now the gang's back together, and Jason Bourne debuts July 29th. You're never going to find any peace. Not till you admit to yourself who you really are.
1: Sir, I have a proposition. We're decent people being driven from our homes. Slaughtered in cold blood.
0: So you seek revenge. I seek righteousness. But I'll take
1: revenge. The first trailer came out this week for one of the most unnecessary remakes of all time, The Magnificent Seven. The original from 1960 is hailed as a classic by everyone. That western starred Yul Brynner, Steve McQueen, Eli Wallach, Charles Bronson, Robert Vaughn, James Coburn, and one other guy. It was about a bandit terrorizing a small Mexican farming town and the cowboys who went to war with them. The movie itself was a remake of 1954's Seven Samurai, another classic from legendary Japanese director Akira Kurosawa, where all the cowboys were samurais instead in that one. But now here we are in 2016 with a new version, this time starring Denzel Washington and Chris Pratt.
0: Took a job looking for some men to join me. Is it difficult? Impossible How many you got so far?
1: You and me Then they find five other guys Quite a batch of strays This is not going to end well God dang it I'm good the rest of the cast is pretty impressive, including Ethan Hawke, Haley Bennett, Vincent D'Onofrio, Peter Sarsgaard, and Vinnie Jones. It's directed by Antoine Fuqua, who made Training Day with Denzel and Hawke. As bad as an idea as it sounds, the trailer actually looks pretty good. Westerns are sort of in an, even when they're bad, they're kind of good category, but great Westerns are few and far between. We'll see for ourselves September 23rd.
0: How many men, you say?
1: You clearly don't know who you're talking to, so let me clue you in. I am not in danger, Skylar. I am the danger. A guy opens his door and gets shot, and you think that of me? No.
0: I am the one who knocks. Want to tell you about a third new trailer for the week. It stars Bryan Cranston. The movie is coming this summer. It's called The Infiltrator. We need to send the message... That drugs will not be tolerated. Listen up. Washington wants to make the biggest bust in U.S. history Pablo Escobar and his main distributor, Roberto Alcano. Are you kidding me? Responsible for 80% of the product flooding into the country. Promise me this is the last one. It's based on a true story, adapted from the autobiography by Robert Mazer. That's who Cranston is playing, a U.S. Customs undercover operative in the 1980s who has a new assignment.
1: A couple of team changes. Mazer, you're with Abreu. That dude's nuts. I
0: know these people. You gotta play with them. You gotta drink with them. You gotta do everything you gotta do, man. Meet your soon-to-be wife. I need a fiance. How many undercovers has she done?
1: It's her first one, but she was at the top of her class.
0: You don't have to worry about me. I'm a big girl.
1: One wrong word. Here we go.
0: One slip.
1: My friends, welcome to the
0: United States. Mazer, a.k.a. Robert Musella, became a big player for drug lords who needed money laundering and manages to infiltrate the biggest drug cartels on the planet, ultimately reaching all the way to Pablo Escobar. The Infiltrator has a supporting cast, including Diane Kruger, John Leguizamo, and Benjamin Bratt, and opens on July 15th.
1: This was an audition. You got the part. What
0: if you could set in motion the single biggest incident of wealth redistribution in history? Their networks are getting attacked. Who did this? Elliot. Just attacked. One of last year's most critically acclaimed shows on television as a start date for season two, Mr. Robot returns to the USA Network on July 13th. And this week, Entertainment Weekly debuted a new promo for season two, which is about a hacker who has some issues hanging on to reality.
1: I wanted to save the world.
0: We're finally alive. Why me? Why am I really here? What did you hope to accomplish
1: by doing all of this? We have other battles to fight.
0: Season 1 took Best Drama Awards at the Golden Globes and Critics' Choice Awards, while leading men Rami Malek and Christian Slater have both been nominated for and won some big acting awards. It aired on Canada on Showcase after Season 1 finished airing in the U.S. Hopefully that's not the case this year, and we get it at the same time they do in the U.S., starting on July 13th. You see it too, don't you? There are no guarantees anymore no easy paths to follow the future has never been less certain they use that to scare us and keep us in line tell us we're powerless to do anything about it the truth is have more power than they think more news from the couch next you are listening to the couch potatoes Brett McGarry and Jeff Braun, we are the couch potatoes continuing now with more news from the couch and we have more trailers to tell you about the first trailer is out for a movie based on a popular book the girl on the train I saw her I saw her from the train In the night She was, she was with this man. Just for a second. Is this her? Emily Blunt plays a woman whose life has been torn to shreds by divorce. One morning, she sees something happen while she's on her train, and she gets caught up in the mystery. Can you tell me where you were Friday night? I was in the city, and then I went to visit my husband. You mean your ex-husband? It's my understanding that the woman who has gone missing was his nanny. Rachel, I need you to stay away. So what did you do during those hours that night? I don't remember. There's some time missing. The book, written by Paula Hawkins, has sold over 2 million copies and was the number one book on the New York Times bestseller list for 19 weeks. What happened that night in the tunnel? Tell me the truth. you You were seen in the area that night. you Did you murder Megan Hepwell? No. The supporting cast includes Haley Bennett, who also stars in The Magnificent Seven, which Jeff told you about earlier. She was also in Hardcore Henry a couple of weeks ago. We've never heard of her prior to this stuff. Justin Theroux also co-stars along with Luke Evans, Alison Janney, and Lisa Kudrow, just to name a few. The Girl on the Train opens on October 7th. Why are you here?
1: Michael Keaton is back in theaters this summer in The
0: Founder. I know what you're thinking. How the heck does a 52-year-old over-the-hill milkshake machine salesman build a fast food empire with 1,600 restaurants and an annual revenue of $700 million? One word. Persistence. The Founder is about Ray
1: Kroc, the man who made McDonald's into the world's biggest fast food empire. It's an interesting story as Kroc comes across a small chain of burger joints run by two brothers.
0: Prince Castle Sales. Hi, Jim. Ray, how's it going down there?
1: Good. Swell. Wow. A lot of interest.
0: We got an order. Six mixers. Join anyone in particular? McDonald's.
1: Uh-huh. Care for a little tour? We wanted something different. And that's when my brother here comes up with one of his brilliant ideas.
0: Order's ready in 30 seconds, not 30 minutes. Unique, original. There's nothing like this. It's revolutionary. That's exactly what it is, it's revolutionary.
1: That's Nick Offerman, a.k.a. Ron Swanson from Parks and Rec, as one of the brothers, and John Carroll Lynch, a.k.a. Old Norm's son of a Gunderson from Fargo, as the other brother. So, Croc decides to go into business with them. What is that? The Golden Arches. It's a way to make the place stand out.
0: Huh. There should be McDonald's everywhere. Franchise the damn thing. Mr. Croc. Franchise. 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 McDonald's can be the new American church. It ain't just open on Sundays, boys.
1: But the brothers either can't or won't keep up with his vision of massive expansion and starts to get ugly.
0: I am flesh and I am bone Rise up ting ting like glitter and gold How can we be almost out of capital? Did you mortgage our home? We could lose everything. I want to renegotiate my lousy deal. I can't. Can't or won't? Ray. What? No. damn it. What you ought to be doing is owning the land upon which that burger is cooked you're not in the burger business you're in the real estate
1: business and then it gets really ugly there's a wolf in the hen house we let him in
0: when's enough gonna be enough for you
1: probably never you are to stop this
0: instant i am through taking orders from you you have a contract contracts are like hearts they're made to be broken
1: The cast also includes Laura Dern, Patrick Wilson, Linda Cardellini, and B.J. Novak, who was Ryan on The Office. Apparently, the moving is testing very well. There is already Oscar talk again for a Michael Keaton movie. He starred in the last two Best Picture winners, Birdman and Spotlight. The Founder comes out August fifth. Business is war. It's dog eat dog, rat eat rat. I want to
0: take the future. I want to win name McDonald's I had to have it you don't have it you sure about that That is Emilia Clark in last year's Terminator Genesis. Remember Terminator Genesis? Probably not. And Clark, who played Sarah Connor in the reboot, says she's not coming back for more Terminator sequels. Do you even know the name Emilia Clark, by the way? If not, perhaps you know the name Daenerys Targaryen from Game of Thrones. Sometimes
1: it is better to answer injustice with mercy. I will answer injustice with justice.
0: Genesis made $440 million worldwide, but was still seen as a failure, and its sequel for 2017 was quietly pulled off of Paramount's calendar. The sequel plans aren't dead. The production company Skydance says they are readjusting plans for more movies. But in the meantime, ComingSoon.net spoke with Clark and asked her if she'd be coming back, and she said, quite simply, no. No. Adding that she has some very different roles coming up. For example, she stars in a movie called Me Before You, which opens June 3rd. It's based on a book. And of course, she's still a huge star in Game of Thrones, which, by the way, returns this weekend for season 6. Dracarys. She just got her dragon to set a guy on fire. That's the news from The Couch. Up next, we'll tell you what's coming on Blu-ray and DVD. You're listening to The Couch Potatoes. Brett McGarry and Jeff Braun, we are The Couch Potatoes. Normally, what we do right now is tell you what is coming out on home video this upcoming week. We don't have a whole lot of time, so we'll just quickly tell you that still to come... This hour in The Couch Potatoes, we're going to talk about Game of Thrones Season 6. We're going to do a season wrap on Better Call Saul, as well as a couple of other shows that we have enjoyed over the past year. And, of course, we will tell you what is coming on Blu-ray and DVD. You are listening to The Couch Potatoes.
1: Oh, we got company. Lose him! Hold on. Are you sick, Louie? It is a force of habit! The brothers-in-law just got to town. You say that again, I'm going to shoot you in the face.
0: Brad McGarry and Jeff Braun, we are the Couch Potatoes. Now we're having a look at what is coming on Blu-ray and DVD. And What was that, Jeff? That's right along. Two, starring Ice Cube and Kevin Hart again. Apparently, it's just terrible. Well, neither of the, those movies got good reviews. No, this the one, I think, one, got even worse than the first one. But right Along, right, I think Ride right Along 1 had 17%, and Ride right Along 2 had 15 <laughs> so. <laughs> so it's 2% worse than the last one. The first one was a decent hit. I think it made around $135 Yeah, million.
1: it was a weird surprise hit where people were just sort of hungry for that sort of thing. just, you know, caught a lightning in a bottle, came out at the right time.
0: The second one was no slouch. I think it yeah. it almost made a hundred million, uh, and people like are they really like Kevin Hart and Ice yeah. Cube. Generally, does when's well. the last
1: time Ice Cube was on a movie screen and you weren't enjoying what he was doing?
0: He was in that sequel for the Vin Diesel. Remember, Vin Diesel did Triple X. Oh yeah. And oh then, yeah.
1: The what was that
0: one called? I think it was just Triple X Two. Oh really? I thought it had a funky name. Oh, it probably did. Hang on. Let's because State Vin- of the Union. Yes. That's right. Triple X State of the Union and Ice Cube was in that, but I think that was a big flop. But yeah. he's in uh 21 and 22 Jump Streets and hilarious in both. Well, he's almost everything he does is is excellent. I'm certainly not disputing Ice Cube's merit. He's great. He's so, especially those 21 Jump Street <laughs> oh, movies. He was priceless in <laughs> that uh just looking up what Triple X State of the Union did. Well, it made 26 million domestically in 2005. Worldwide seventy one. Anyway, oh, yeah. And uh, Krampus
1: is also coming out
0: on hard copy. That's right. That's the one with the anti Santa yeah. Claus, the evil Santa Claus. I sort of want to watch it. It's only PG thirteen, but well, it's they, like they, a they don't rate comment. that
1: on scares, though, right? That's just a language and thing.
0: Probably. Yeah, I'm so sure it has I probably, some. I don't scares. think.
1: I still don't think I can
0: take it. I think it's a, it's meant well they they the way they marketed it it looked more like a serious horror movie but yeah. I I believe it's a horror comedy. And it got some decent reviews. Um, so that's if you're into sort of twisted Christmas humor there you go. That uh, you remember the movie Jane got a gun. It was a Natalie Portman movie yeah. in a western. Right, that's right. So oh yeah, that's, that's coming out too. That was a limited release film. I don't think it ever I didn't see it not do anything at the box No, office. we
1: we did. We mentioned it the month it came out and never heard from it again.
0: Yep. Um, I see that season two of Shit's Creek is being made available on DVD. Although, you know what? This is an American. No, this is a Canadian list that we're looking at here, yeah. right? Yep. So that should be new in stores this week. Uh, the Boy. The, okay. What that's, were you going to say?
1: I was just going to say the Beverly Hillbillies season one. They're just catching up now, I guess. <laughs> Little. <laughs> <laughs> the 50-year-old show. Ah, oh, the hillbillies were always
0: funny. Yeah. Um, boy, that's another horror one. Yeah, The Boy, oh. digital HD. Uh, it's not going to be available on Blu-ray and DVD for a couple of weeks. This is that one where it's uh, uh, about a woman who is... She plays Maggie in The Walking Dead, and she gets hired to be a nanny for a doll. But doll... Is alive, so it's Chucky, more or less. I yeah. suppose. I guess if you want to put it into those terms, um, and it looked creepy, but it also got terrible reviews. Although almost all horror movies get terrible reviews, so what can you do with that? Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that was it. Oh, the Hot in Cleveland season six and the complete series. There you go. If you're into that. All right, that's what's new on Blu-ray and DVD. Now, we're what are we doing now? Well, you mentioned Game of Thrones, and it's back this Sunday on HBO. You would spill blood in this holy place.
1: The gods won't mind. They spill more blood than the rest of us combined. Season 5, as you might recall, ended on a number of cliffhangers. Season 6 this Sunday, said to hit the ground running, unlike other seasons which often started slow before picking up the speed as they went along. Stand at the head of All your favorites will be back, including Tyrion Lannister, which has maybe Brett's favorite moment of the series in this clip.
0: Dragons do not do well in captivity.
1: How do you know this?
0: That's what I do. I drink, and I know things. Yes! Love that line. (laughs) He's
1: right. Dragons don't like to be captive. Uh, There are still two of them locked up in the basement. They don't look happy. Season 6 debuts Sunday. I don't remember anything from season 5. I've got some like
0: <laughs> hardcore Wikipedia
1: recapping to do this weekend before season 6 starts.
0: It, it is funny how this show does that because there are so many characters and yeah. so many storylines and I remember a lot of it, but there are some there are a lot of it. There's a lot of things I'm sure that I have completely forgotten about. I remember things that happened, I
1: don't remember where everyone sort of left off. Now to mean to be fair to the show, they'll recap what you need to know when you need to know it as it goes along so I probably don't really have to do a lot of research to get back into it and uh, uh, the thing that I find about Game of Thrones is I also like they don't really care it's like because I just know that people are getting new people will die and new people will come <laughs> in and fill the void and there's just no point in getting attached to anyone because they're just gonna die some grisly death that you don't see coming anyways
0: that is true uh, and, and, and I have there have been characters who I got attached to and just, their, like, I can't even remember their names now. Yeah. Like, like the guy who was going to be Tyrion's champion and then ended up getting killed by the mountain. Yep. The, the guy from Narcos. <laughs> See, I, I, you don't remember his name He's either? He's in Narcos. <laughs> really? <laughs> now i got to look it up. The guy, <laughs> uh, I'm trying to, oh, I can't even type right now. The guy who got his head caved in by the mountain. Come on, got his head caved in by... Something Martin. Was it was uh, uh, at the Red Air. Viper, Oberyn Martell. Martell, that's what it was. Is that what it is? Yep. Okay. Do we have the right name? Anyway, we'll, we'll call him the Martel guy. The guy... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Oberyn, that's right. Okay. Really good at Narcos. And well, he was great in Game of Thrones, too. I was, And I I have not read the book, so I didn't know it was coming. And for those who read the books, clearly they knew it was coming, but I was stunned by that moment, and uh, I guess we ruined it for you if you haven't... <laughs> If you haven't gotten yourself caught up yet. Are you all caught up? I'm all caught up. Okay. Um, I'm also curious to see how this season plays out, because this show really has been interesting to watch its popularity grow. It just seems to to get bigger every year, and it's getting close to the point where, even though it's on HBO, where it could be the biggest show on television, like the most popular. Because in terms of its viewers, I think there are well over 10 million and uh, when they get their subscribers and all that kind of stuff, I think they, they do so well in ratings and it won the best Emmy at the drama or best drama at the Emmys. And it's,
1: you know, becoming more and more rare where there's a show that everybody watches kind of deal. Yeah. That people are, that there's a buzz. It's really only Game of Thrones and Walking Dead at this point.
0: Yeah, that that have the, the water, Game of Thrones truly is it's the water cooler show. Yeah, I would think that yeah, if there it was a show to be a water cooler show because every episode last year had so many oh my god moments that you have to run to work the next day and exactly. talk about with your friends. So that is debuting, and also before I uh, forget, this week or was it last week, uh, producers were talking about how they're thinking that maybe. Two more seasons. And they're going to be shortened seasons, too. Yeah, six and seven episode kind of deals. Yeah. That's fine with
1: me because this is season six, and like I always say, (laughs) most shows really don't need to go beyond seven seasons. And it probably doesn't because eventually you will get tired of it. And like I said, you, you know, you don't really... You, you care about the characters, but you don't get too attached to them, and eventually you'll just stop caring altogether.
0: And I, I, while well, I don't like the idea of shortened seasons on one note, on the other note, I do understand, because they said the the show is getting bigger and we're pushing it further, and it, because they they yeah. have to. The action sequences need to get bigger, and they're building towards the climax, which is going to be huge, I'm sure. So they said this way it'll give us more time to focus on each episode rather than trying to pump out these episodes i mean it's only 10 but i can't imagine what goes into producing these show this show so
1: i am not going to go on twitter the day after the series the eventual series finale because it's going to be ugly because there's no satisfying way for the show to end like what kind of an ending does this show have
0: that's true you know what i mean I hope it's uh, a, a big, bloody mess and lots of people get <laughs> and killed. And then in them, your sure. head just
1: like, well, and then, you know, life goes on for whomever survives, and this everyone just keeps fighting and killing each other throughout eternity in that world. So there you go. All right. That's how it ends, people.
0: Up next, we're going <laughs> to talk a little bit about another splendid show on television, Better Call Saul, wrapped up its second season this week. We'll get to that in a moment. You're listening to The Couch Potatoes. On the next episode of AMC's Better Call Saul... You better have paid
1: attention to that shot. Oh, I better have.
0: Jimmy, I have just one question. Are you behind us?
1: For a longer look at AMC's Better Call Saul, go to amc.com.
0: Brett McGarry and Jeff Braun, we are the couch potatoes. Jeff, you were worried that 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 promo was going to spoil, which I didn't listen to. Well, there I was took almost my headphones nothing. Off in and plugged, okay, it was almost all music. Oh, really? <laughs> so yeah, there's no it's AMC styles because
1: Madman promos were notoriously uh, pointless. Yeah, well, so. they 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 well that's good because they don't want to give away the whole no. farm. And I haven't started Better Call Saul yet. I got them all piled up on my PVR. It's uh. I don't know, my, my it'll be my May long weekend mission to You watch season one, right? That.
0: I did. I okay. loved it. We'll see. Better Saul, Call Saul, by the way, is a spin-off of Breaking Bad, in case uh, you are not familiar with the show. If you watch Breaking Bad, there was a lawyer called Saul Goodman, a hilarious character. Better Call Saul is the spin-off. It's a prequel, sort of, to Breaking Bad. His character's name is Jimmy McGill. And without spoiling anything on Season 2, I will just say that uh, we both very much enjoyed Season 1 of Better Call Saul. It was excellent right out of the gate, and they have improved upon it. Really? Better. The finale was tremendous. There's a scene in the finale, which again, I will not describe, but it goes for, I'm sure, five minutes with no dialogue and barely any sound. Hmm. And it's one of the most compelling scenes of television I've ever watched. It's just magnificent. And. The show it's just a great show it's well acted it's well written i love the, the the camera work you know there's they really put some thought into the it's a it's a it's not just a show that's there to fill time or right. or tell a basic story they're really putting the, like there's nothing on that screen that it has not been carefully thought out so uh, and did it
1: inch closer to the events of breaking bad
0: um well, i guess so i mean i guess you next know, we're we're heading towards All there right. But, uh, yeah, the relationship between Jimmy and his brother Chuck really evolves. Mike is a super interesting character this time out. He's kind of going off doing his own thing, and it's really compelling. So just great season all around. Watch, love this show. You should watch it. You're gonna love it when you do watch it, Jeff. And indeed, make sure that you don't have to work the next day because once you start, <laughs> you can't stop. I don't think you're gonna stop. Uh, there's another show that wrapped up this week that you like, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Are you ready for the Brooklyn season finale? Oh hell yeah! Because with danger this real, I'm going to have to kill you. I've never been more shocked. You'll never see the final twist coming.
1: <laughs> Oh, nice bad pants in the face that's what this is oh the brooklyn
0: season finale brooklyn how far back are you on that one because you
1: just didn't listen to
0: that promo did you yeah had <laughs> my, at my we, for each of those promos jeff had his hands over his ears and i just plugged my ears i don't know i think 10 or 12 episodes of, of brooklyn 99 to go piled up so
1: you have nothing you don't know anything about the uh, about uh, detective adrian pimento no, nope. he's a character that came in for a few episodes this season. He's played by uh, Jason Mantzoukas, who's a comedian I like a whole lot. Okay, and I thought that so you got something to look forward to because this season ended on a very high note. They put some like legitimate thought into uh, m- mystery and actually having a big crime to solve and that sort of thing. And it, and then, it, but it was also you know just silly and fun like Brooklyn Nine Nine always is. It's one of the most consistently funny shows. On the air, and this year also had the added wrinkle that uh, oh, I can't remember the actress's name. She plays Amy, and she was pregnant in real life, so they had to deal with that. Oh boy! And it was uh, they found some interesting ways to go about it. is it pretty fun. So look for that as uh, you go through the season, and she gets noticeably more pregnant every week.
0: Yeah, that's that's <laughs> got to be a tough challenge for uh, for television or movie. Well, I guess it wouldn't be so much a movie thing because you just schedule around it. Or yeah. But for television, you, the production has to go on. But they're always really crafty in the way that they they shoot uh, or photograph uh, women who are with child. Exactly. Uh, we're going to wrap the show up in a moment. We'll be telling you about more finales and debuts coming this week. You're listening to The Couch Potatoes. Greg McGarry and Jeff Braun, we are the Couch Potatoes. Want to tell you about some finales and debuts coming this week. I will just quickly tell you that uh, Vikings wrapped up its spring session this week. It was Normally it goes 10 episodes and they're done, but they're doing 20 episodes this year. So the spring finale was on Thursday. Inside Amy Schumer Season 4 made its debut on Thursday. Also on Sunday, uh, along with Game of Thrones Season 6, Veep. Season 5 starts, and then Season 3 of Silicon Valley starts on Monday. Uh, It's the finale of Lucifer on Fox, which I've really loved this year. Scorpion is wrapping up for its second season. On The CW, it's the spring premiere of Rain. Mike and Molly makes its spring premiere on CBS, and I believe it's the Season 3 premiere of Turn. And uh, then on Tuesday, the finale of Season 1 of Limitless. And... uh, do you it's, watch Inside Amy Schumer?
1: Inside, uh, no. I've seen it. I've seen it. I liked it. I'd, there's all these sketch shows that I really like and I just never watch. Like, Key and Peele are hilarious, but I didn't really watch your show that much. Really? Yeah. And now it's over. And now I, you know, regret it. Are you going to go watch uh, Keanu? <laughs> I, I want to because that uh, the, the cat is just so cute. And I'm not a like animal guy at all, but the, the shots they have that cat in the trailer for Keanu are priceless.
0: Okay. Well, hey, that's all the time we have. I'm Brady's Jeff. We are The Couch Potatoes. Remember, if it requires getting up off the couch, don't bother. This is 680 CJOB.